1 Chronicles 4 verses 9 and 10. Jabez was more honourable than his brothers. His mother had named him Jabez, saying, I gave birth to him in pain. Jabez cried out to the Lord of Israel, Oh, that you would bless me and enlarge my territory. Let your hand be with me and keep me from harm, so that I will be free from pain. And God granted his request. Good morning. My name is Vince, and it's great to have this moment with you, whether it be live or on demand. It's a great privilege to be able to share from the Word of God with you. And this morning, we are continuing our series, Living Prayer, where we are invited to have a life shaped by prayer. As we do, we get to understand more of who God is, how God longs to define who we are, and so that we can reveal more of who he is to those we are in contact with in the world around us. You may be looking in this morning and asking the question, what is it to follow Jesus? Then in this moment, we get to discover together what it means to have lives shaped by prayer. So join us. I want to look today at the prayer of protection. It's a prayer by a man called Jabez, and it appears in a part of the Bible that I would suggest that many people, not many people, read. Unless, of course, you're into names after names after names, because that's what the principally what the book of Chronicles is. In the chapter that was read by Rebecca, we find that there are 44 names that appear before we read about Jabez. And over two verses, we get the whole of his life story. We see that unfortunately, he was faced with the challenge of being defined by his name, because his name, as you heard, means pain. I have an unusual middle name, so there is some empathy there as to what Jabez might have had to put up with in terms of jokes, etc., etc. There are 10 characters to my name and I remember at primary school just how that felt because if you can imagine what it would be like for OKC children for children in primary school to get their their their, their mouths around the name Theophilus have a think about that Jabez name meaning pain, and yet he didn't allow it to define his life. In fact, I want to celebrate this morning that the fact that he was a man of character, because we read in verse 9 that he was more honourable than his brothers. And then this wonderful prayer comes. Oh, that you would bless me and enlarge my territory. Let your hand be with me and keep me from harm so that I will be free from pain. Bless me. Be with me. God, protect me. You know, there's a wonderful image in the Bible of where God is looking at protecting Israel by way of a cloud 
by day and fire by night as they travel through the wilderness for 40 years. They knew of the many plagues and miracles that God had performed as they came out of Egypt. And it is with this backdrop, I believe, that Jabez got hold of something, that God impacted his life to such a point that he praised this prayer. I reckon he remembered the many stories that he'd heard as he grew up. And he heard specifically about how Abraham was spoken to by God. And, 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 and God says to Abraham, I will make you into a great nation and I will bless you. I will make your name great and you will be a blessing. And I believe that Jabez, in that moment, as he remembered the greatness of God, realized that not only is God interested in a whole nation or nations, he is interested in individuals like you and like me. And so he prays, oh, that you would bless me. Not in a motivation or with a motivation of selfishness, but in order that he might be a blessing to others. So as we receive God's blessing, it is in order that we reveal God to others. Here's a, here's a quote from a book uh, written by a man called Bruce Wilkinson, who wrote a book actually called The Prayer of Jabez. And it reads like this. To bless in the biblical sense means to ask or to impart supernatural favor. When we ask for God's blessing, we're not asking for more of what we could get for ourselves. We're crying out for the wonderful unlimited goodness that only God has the power to know about or give us. That supernatural imparting of favor God wants to show to you and to me today, and it show to those around us. So what would it look like in the original context? So for Jabez, that meant more land, with the possibility of having more sheep, more livestock, more cattle, and maybe even a vineyard. But then in order for others to be blessed, it means that he could have provided employment for more people. And then at harvest time, there would be more for the poor to receive from the corners of the fields. Blessed to blessed. In our own context of today, what that would look like is that we're asking God to bless us where we are, where we live, where we work, where we go for education. And for others to be blessed, those that we are socially distancing with, those that we are interacting with over Zoom or over text, family, friends, neighbours, work colleagues, under God's protection and blessing, he desires to bless us and bless others. But Jabez goes on and he prays, be with me, let your hand be with me. Under God's protection, we can know that God is walking with us through the 
every day through the day-to-day -day things of life. That looked like for Ezekiel having prophetic moments. For Nehemiah, knowing God's hand of favour when he came before the king in his desire to build the walls of Jerusalem. I know what it is to have the Lord with me, present, as I pray and just before having operations. Over a number of years now, I've been living with cancer and there have been a number of operations and each time I would come before God and I would pray and ask him to be with me. And in that moment, I sense and know his presence because he places peace in my heart. In those moments, I'm thinking about what God says to me in Hebrews, where he says, I will never leave you or forsake you. I start to think about Psalm 23, that he is my shepherd. And even though I go through the valley of the shadow of death, that he is with me because his rod and his staff, they comfort me. I think about the Lord's Prayer. Those verses and more keep me not only in operation, but in the day to day. Knowing that the Lord is with me. You know, I realize that there are some times that the Lord blesses me so much and he, he blesses us so much that maybe we get to points of self-sufficiency, thinking, right, oh, right, we can do it. We can do it. It's great doing life this way. And we can forget God. God goes into the background of our thinking and of our day. And yet, God wants us to be praying continually and acknowledging that as he's blessed us, that he is with us. But also, we can pray that he would guard us, guard me. What, what is it that Jabez goes on to pray? He says, keep me from harm so that I will be free from, from pain. What I see here is Jabez wanting to know a sense of liberty within life. You see, God is concerned with all of our, the whole of our life. And life brings challenges. We face challenges every day. For Jabez in his context, having more territory might have brought opposition from others around him. And they may well have criticized him. And so, his external challenge, let's put it like this, external and internal challenges. His external challenge would have been that others were opposing him. His internal challenge is that he thinks about the criticisms that have been levied against him. And those things cause him to doubt that God was with him, cause him to doubt that God was blessing him, cause him to doubt that it was worth carrying on praying in this way. But no, Jabez did not want to be influenced either by his past or his present. So he was able to pray as he prayed. Deb and I, as I've said, have been living with cancer. And that's painful. So our external challenge is that we have no control over cancer. or our, or over 
the fears that others might have in the fact that we're living with cancer. Our internal challenges, do we continue to think about fear? Do we allow fear to define us? Or do we trust God that his kingdom will break in and that there will be a tension between the now and what is yet to come? Because we know that there will be a time when there will be no more crying and no more pain. Maybe this morning you are praying, keep me from harm so that I will be free from pain in relation to your health situation or your finances, your employment or family situation, maybe your mental well-being. I want to say this morning, we can wholeheartedly pray this prayer and bring everything, the whole of life before God, because we too can pray, oh, that you would bless me and enlarge my territory. Let your hand be with me and keep me from harm so that I will be free from pain. A few years ago now, I was at work and I had the privilege of being promoted. It was a great time. I remember having the sense that God was with me, that he was blessing me. And sure enough, he blessed me with promotion. But a few days on into my new role, a colleague of mine subtly suggested that my promotion had nothing to do with my leadership ability, but more to do with the color of my skin. So my external challenge was that I was being undermined for my ability. My internal challenge was worse, that I started to doubt that God had actually given me the ability that he was with me in order for me to be promoted. As I came to God in prayer, he reminded me that he doesn't leave me or forsake me. He reminded me that I can be free from pain and that I would not be harmed by those words of doubt. And so this morning, what is your situation that you might pray this prayer and know God's protection over you? that you might pray, oh Lord, bless me and enlarge my territory. Let your hand be with me and keep me from harm. And you and I can know today God's blessing, that he is with us, that he protects us, that he loves us, oh completely, so that we might reveal more of who he is to the world. Amen.